It is time for another Amateurs Fantasy Sports Podcast. Hello and welcome to another NRL Fantasy Amateurs Podcast. It's Mark here with Ryan. Ryan, uh, mate, the magic is over and what has left is uh, is a bit of carnage. So, mate, are you pumped yeah. up, ready for a... a Team list, what is it, round 11 now? Yeah, mate, you know when you have like a really good party and like you're having a good house party and like everyone's having fun, like that's what Magic Round was, but then like you wake up the next morning and like the house is trashed, that's what the team lists are, mm. I think. Yeah, well, and I mean Magic Round wasn't particularly fun either with all the, the bad fantasy scores. Yeah. And then they've just doubled down the fantasy coaches or the, the NRL coaches today and just given us a big shit sandwich. So, mate, I've, uh, I've got my... Uh, Protein shaker level sized scotch for me today, mm-hmm. um, and um, I'm ready to go. So, Excellent. mate, with, with, without further ado, I reckon we just jump straight in and uh, and see if we can bring the mood up with some some puns this week. <laughs> yes, our favourite segment of the week. Oh, mate, I love it, eh? Our, uh, the MVP already is uh, our good good friend of the show, Matt Pickering, who... Uh, who wrote in with James Tomalolo minutes? <laughs> the low, funny. low minutes. Tomalolo yeah. minutes. Yep. And uh, on the other side, we had uh, Isaac Drago. <laughs> I do like that one. That's a good, good Rocky reference. Yes. Um, oh, Cookie Monster. Yep. Oh man, Adam Smelly it, <laughs> mate. Just we're just gonna pull this up here. How yeah. good's the fucking excuse me? How good's the amateurs curse going? Oh, it is flying, isn't it? We you even said last week that like you thought oh, it's gonna, we're gonna be delayed because you originally had Cody Walker and you were right. You were you bang yeah. on. We got him. We got Cody Walker, we got Adam Elliott, we got Nick Meany. We are absolutely on fire. Oh mate. Everyone's just four and you've cursed the juggernaut this week. You've put Cotter up there. Yeah, mate. Yeah, well, you know, he's 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 going too good. He needed to be taken down a peg or two, so. Oh, jeez. Undefeated we are. <laughs> yeah, no, mate. The amateur's curse is just, it's, it's uh, yeah, it's pretty. And it's still, it's having remnant side effects on some players as well, like CSC for Trader Lakai. Mate, what a what a trap and a half he was. Helium pukey as well. Oh yep. Yep. Um <laughs> Harry took him for granted. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh Sexton the City. Ooh. Pop culture reference. Yep. Uh Xavier Chokes. <laughs> And uh, Ryan Masterson. Yes, he has been going well. Yep, and nothing, Ryan, nothing else, Madison. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Leo, Leo Liss Thompson. Oh. Yeah. We got a couple of snappy Ewan Head Aikens and Jason Bench Malolos down there. <laughs> yeah, I think there'd be some more floating around on. Instagram as well. There's, there's a lot of these. I'm surprised we get getting um, you know some new ones through. 
Yeah, the people really love them, don't they? They love they love yeah. the puns. Isaiah Kapali, like like Captain Kapali. Oh yeah, Kapali. Yeah. And uh, thirty grand. <laughs> Nico Fines. Tyrell Sloan. <laughs> Sloan. Sloan. Yeah. Sad frowns end. Hey, we love Chad. Chad's yeah. the best. I won't hear any of that, Glover. Matt Turden. <laughs> Phelan <Fail> Ponga. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. Termy Hurt, bro. <laughs> Xavier, I can't cope. Yeah. Nah, it's pretty, yeah, it's pretty, uh, <laughs> Tell Kelma too good a luggy that didn't age very well. Yeah. <laughs> or uh, COC for tell a cry. Oh. <laughs> I love Matt. That has to be one of my favorite things this season is how bad Talakai is doing since we put the curse on him. Yeah, that's uh, he's really fallen from grace, hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Tavita Penguin wounds ya. Ooh. Yeah. See, all of these are hitting too close to home because I own half these players. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nah, all right. That'll do for now. Sorry if yours missed out. It's because it wasn't good enough and try again harder next week. All right, Ryan, mate. Yes. Uh, I'm having some troubles getting my mouse to cooperate, but here we go. First game of the round here. The Knights and the Broncos are going to kick us off on Thursday night. Uh, obviously, uh, the Broncos coming off an absolutely awesome performance against a really poor Manly side. Uh, and Newcastle uh, managed to get the win, although I didn't see a lot of this game because I was on the plane to Townsville last weekend. Uh, but uh, Mitch Barnett moves to lock with Frizzell coming back into the edge. I saw something about him having a similar sort of issue to what's wrong with Cameron Murray. Yeah, I, uh, I listened to the NRL Physios podcast yesterday, and he was talking about like the bulging he had like a bulging disc in his back, and that's why he was out last week as well. Like it wasn't just the uh, wasn't just the runs. <laughs> um, so yeah, not too sure what the guy was with Frizz, but I mean his name for now. So I guess we'll see. Yep, yep. I mean uh, Milford comes into the team as well. Uh, still no uh, Jake Clifford. He's down there on the reserves. Brady Jones sitting down in the reserves as well. Leo Thompson moves back to that bench impact forward. But, I mean, the big news here, I mean, aside from Ponga stinking it up, but most players did, is um, is Chris Randall really low minutes last week and he becomes a, a headache that I was hoping to not have. Um, did you end up sell, you sell him or? Yeah, I sold him a few weeks back um, yeah. to facilitate Cleary, which really hasn't worked out either. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, because, I mean, he does this. Like, he's got 60, 46, 52, 380-minute games, and then he plays a 48-minute game and gets 25, 50, 56, 280 minute games, and then back down again playing 54 minutes for a 31. Um, I'm kind of worried, wondering maybe the pattern comes back, but, I mean, they've got Crossland there on the bench now. Is that Do we think with the troops starting to come back that Randall's just going to not be an 80-minute player or...? Yeah, I don't think he ever was a preferable 80-minute player. I think they've sort of been forced into playing him 80 minutes at times, mm, um, yep. more so to like injuries and like mid-game outs and what have you. Um, I, I think ideally they want him playing about, you know, that 55 to 60 role. So he sort of does seem like he's coming into sell consideration now. He's probably not urgent just yet, but, I mean, the healthier they get, the the more minutes there are to be split. Um, yep. Yeah, you have to think it's it's not going to go up from there. 
Yeah, because, I mean, I've got a bit of a headache this week because, I mean, I've got a pretty strong 14 to 15 players, depending on whether you call Max King part of your strong contingent. And then I got Pualangi on the bench, Chris Randall playing God knows how many minutes, and Adam Smelliot. And I'm, I thought I'd have a comfortable two there, and maybe I've got none. Uh, so between, yeah, Smelly at Pualungi and, and Randall, I've got to try and work out what I'm going to do this week. So, Crandall. I mean, yeah, mate, Craptal more like it. So, I mean, hopefully, the, I mean, hopefully for everyone that jumped on Ponga, um, the Knights getting players back is going to be good news for them. They're still missing a couple. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's basically just Kurt Mann now, and that's and that's full yeah. strength. So yeah, and just Gagai lurking as well. Yeah, so hopefully Gagai comes back in. Um, and Tyson Frizzell actually represents an interesting one for me um, because his price is is kind of sort of it's going to make a move south again this week. You would think with a sixty four break even, um, it'll be interesting to see if he plays Origin. Um, but he's going to be an interesting pot at you know, mid 600s at some point. Yeah, I think he's one to keep an eye on, but um, just <laughs> the Milford revenge game as well this week. Oh, yeah, man. What is it? We've got, we got the Milford revenge game and then the Brent Naden revenge game in the next one. Oh, so, yes, how good. Yeah, a couple of 24-hour revenge games. Uh, but speaking of the Broncos, obviously Adam Reynolds doing great things. Haas and Carrigan misfiring. I mean, fantasy-wise... What are we doing with the Broncos? I mean, Reynolds is probably too expensive now, but I mean, we said that last week, and and he's um you know he's now more expensive than Ryan Pappenhausen. So I mean, he's eight hundred k. He's within striking distance of DCE. Yeah, wow, that's uh that's not one you would have picked in preseason, is it? But he's just no. he's going phenomenal, isn't he? Yeah, well, I saw um, he already has more assists so far this year than what he did in the past two years, like across the whole season. So uh, he's obviously busy, very involved. Obviously, with the Rabbitohs with Reynolds, they had a lot of Cody Walker, but I mean, this it's basically just it's all Reynolds, and and he's just run on the ship, and and the Broncos are better for it. So mm. it's uh, yeah, he's he's gone great guns, and um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. I mean, you'd be you'd be brave to jump on at eight hundred k. Um, but I mean, outside of that, Carrigan's kind of, you know, a bit disappointing, but you know, minutes wise is, is, is right in the range of where I sort of expected the mid fifties and Haas was about the same. So, I mean, the big question for me, Ryan, is, is he, you have a Haas, is he, is he worrying you now with two mid 50 minutes for mid 40 scores? Oh, look, not really, um, to be honest, because uh, he's got, like, we know he's, he's got that shoulder injury. I I can't imagine he's going to be 55 minutes for the rest of the season. I, I think it's just sort of like a little bit of a management thing. Plus, um, the, the conditions were pretty awful as well over Magic Round. Like, with the rain and the humidity, it was, it was pretty tough going for a lot of these um, big boppers. And I think that was reflected in some of the fantasy scores. Um, you know, like, no... I don't think any Bulldogs player scored over fifty last week. Mm. I think I think Clemmer was probably the only one that really did anything on that Friday night last week in terms of forwards. So um, yeah. I'm not I'm not too panicked just yet. Yeah, mate. Well, I mean, Haas for for those that don't have him, he's going to be dropping price now. He's at eighty six break even, two forty scores in a row, thirty two point seven percent ownership. That's going to be an interesting 
um, move for people going forward. I had a, I, I had the pleasure of sharing to you a, uh, a trade that got sent to my personal private messages earlier today as well, um, <laughs> trading out Haas and Nathan Cleary to get Munster and um, Harry Grant, which I thought was an interesting move. So, um, yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll table that one for later, I reckon. Um, moving along to the West Tigers and the Bulldogs, uh, they uh, pick up Brent Naden, who's down in the uh, reserves from the Bulldogs. Uh, Luke Brooks is out. Tua Lungi dropped to the bench. Um, not 100% convinced that that's a bad yeah, I mean, obviously it's bad because he's on the field less, but, I mean, it probably means he's going to be playing in the middle and, I mean, he's a more than capable, you know, he should still get be able to get 40s from there, you'd think. It really just depends on his minutes, doesn't it? Because, I mean, mm. typically, typically, like, Luke Garner isn't a 80-minute back rower. I'm, I'm sort of thinking, like, the best case here for Tuolagi would be, like, 30 minutes in the middle and then 20 minutes on an edge to finish a game. Yeah. Um, type of thing but it's just really hard to know what his role is going to be in this team yeah absolutely and i mean maybe they're looking for somebody who can sort of keep up the same sort of styles off in gowie they got farmanu brown there who's probably going to play a little bit of hooker i'm guessing mm-hmm. i mean 12 plays big minutes off the bench but Tommy musgrove all not big minute players uh, and i'm also yeah it's this tigers team's not filling me with a lot of uh, inspiration here surprise safe got dropped uh, altogether, so it'll be interesting to sort of see what happens there. But um, Junior Tupo is on the wing. I guess we need to talk about him as a cheapie, but I mean they've got um, Norfolk Lumen coming back at any time, so I certainly wouldn't be jumping on there. And then same Kapoa finds himself in the centres, but I mean Dewey's not far away, and now they've got Naden as well. Um, and I mean uh, Jock Madden's in the halves, but. He could drop out at any time for Brooks, who we think is only going to be a week. So, uh, Bulldogs let go of Trent Barrett, uh, or he quit, I guess, technically. Uh, and that sees a couple of changes. Topane being named on the edge is the, I guess, the big one, and Brendan Aynan leaving the team, not a big loss there. But, I mean, Topane is one that we sort of do. Uh, I mean, he's very expensive at 550K, so I guess we sort of can just ignore him in the short term. But you have to wonder what sort of impact that's going to have on the rotation because he feels to me like an 80-minute edge back rower, uh, which leaves us in the dilemma with Pengai again. Yeah, what's the what type of role has Waddell been playing? Hasn't he been sort of a, a 60? Because he's sort of been like playing 50-ish and then... Um... Stimson comes on for the end. So uh, it wouldn't surprise me if that's the case again. That well, Stimson that, played um, 60 minutes last week. Yeah, that's because – didn't someone get injured last week or no? No, I think Pangai just only played like 45 minutes. It's hmm, interesting. Yeah. So hmm. big, crazy. I'm quite surprised that they're not using Karaz, uh, considering how good he was and he's actually able to play now. Fatal and Marin are down there in the reserves. So don't be surprised if we see some shuffling with this Bulldogs team. Uh, if Karaz is named, is he somebody that you'd be interested in? Um, I mean, it's interesting. How much is he? He's 257. That's far oh, break even. Look, plays a first buy, assuming that he can earn his way into the team. Um, oh, geez, I don't, th- I don't know how much uh, confidence I'd have jumping on, um, on a player that's like a late in at the very last minute. Um, mm. 
but yeah, it, it just doesn't fill me with confidence buying an outside back in this Bulldogs team who isn't named in the uh, Tuesday 17, if that makes sense. Yeah. No, I, it does. It makes absolute sense. I was just testing you, and good news, you got it right. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, outside of that, Matt Burton, 44 is fine, uh, in bad conditions. Josh, Jack, Josh Jackson, uh, he put up a 47 and was a top Bulldogs scorer in bad you know, conditions for them. Pangai's a worry, but, I mean, I'm certainly not going to panic on him, uh, particularly against this Tigers team. Yeah, like, I, I see a lot of people getting um, getting a little trade happy with Pangai. And, look, I, I don't blame them for getting a little bit worried because, I mean, I certainly have the worries. But at the same time, like, he's got a – prior to this game, prior to last week, he had a three-round average of 57 and a six-round average of 55. So, um I'm certainly – he's sort of in the same basket as Starling for me, whereas in that, like, I'm not willing to – I'm not really willing to um, consider trading until after round 13, and I'd yep. like to I'd like to see him struggle for at least one or two more games before I'm uh, entertaining the idea of moving him on. Yep. No, I like it. Good job. Uh, yep, yeah, all right. We'll just kick on to the next one, I reckon. Max King's kind of an awkward – now where he's going to break him in 45, mm. um, but he's going to play around 13. You have to think he should be able to squeeze some attacking stats out here, and I'm not in a hurry to sell him. But I was thinking about selling him last week, but I, obviously, as, as you know, we've got bigger problems this week now. So Yeah, yeah well, he was originally going to be my uh, trade-out this week until um, Elliot became a red dot and Tulangi got benched, and now I'm wondering if I'm just going to hold him. I'd like you to call him by his proper name, Ryan. Was, oh, sorry, uh, Tulangi. No, smelly it. Smell it's not Elliot. It's it now. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. Uh, moving along to the second game here, the Eels and the Seagulls. Mate, I had to laugh. I was listening to the Sunday Talking League rap, and Andy from Talking League was talking up how good the Eels were, and I actually don't think he realized that they lost. <laughs> he was like, oh, man, the Eels are so good, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, mate, they lost. Like, yeah, he's he's talking about how Mitchell Moses was better than Nathan Cleary. And I was like, are you sure? Did you watch the same Eels team that I did? Anyway, so the Eels went down to the Roosters last week. Uh, Maddo comes into the start. Brown, he goes to the bench, four forward bench. I mean, it's ultimately, they should, in theory, uh, dispatch of this um, Manly team who were really poor against the Broncos last week. And, I mean, um, I mean, Maddo's pretty expensive now, but, I mean, low break even and moves into the start. But, I mean, it's probably the same role. Mm. Yeah, I'd imagine he's probably going to keep playing in that 55-minute role, isn't he, um, regardless of whether he's coming mm. to the bench or starting, just just given how many how big that bench is. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if I see him play more than 60, but... I mean, the way he's playing, he's certainly playing like a keeper, isn't he? Um, he's just, yeah. yeah, he's just, it's just not really coming at a discount. No, no, no. You're, pay, you're getting exactly what you're paying for at this point. Um, and, I mean, yeah, the bench size, the size of the bench and the, the, the players that they've got there does worry me a little bit. So it'll be interesting to see if they decide to go uh, and mix it up a little bit. They've also got Sevo down there in, in 24 who could make an appearance like a late in for Perham potentially there. So uh, keep an eye on that. Uh, apparently he's playing New South Wales Cup this week. So but okay. I'd, ex- I'd expect him back pretty soon. Yeah, not too far away at all. Maybe after mm. the buy or something, give him a couple of weeks. Uh, Seagulls, Tom Turbo, he looks in big trouble, doesn't he? 
Yeah, it was a bit interesting because, again, I was listening to the PCOS podcast and they were talking about it and, and like, they were saying that um, apparently he got a cork last week because, like, and, like, because a lot of people were speculating that it was the knee that was giving him trouble, um, but the physio was saying, well, he, he looked fine the week before, so it sort of lends um, credence to the, he copped a cork in the middle of the game and that's why he wasn't running too well. Um, yeah. But, yeah, either way, the <laughs> Manly's not playing too well at the moment, are they? No, no. And, I mean, he's got a 70 break even now. And, and like, you know, we said last week, uh, firm hold until after uh, – wait until after the, the state of origin period, which is looking pretty good. Um, Burbo is the other one. We uh, labelled him a trap last week and um, probably uh, – obviously, we didn't – weren't expecting him to get injured, but he did. Uh, was it a – was an AC joint? Yeah, I think it was an AC joint. It's uh, I, I feel like it's hard to take a victory lap when they get injured, but still, yeah. we we didn't steer anyone into him at least. No, definitely not. Yeah, no. Um, all right. So moving on. I mean, it's fantasy. We all sort of know what's happening there, fantasy wise. I'm just I'm skimming through here because I'm assuming we got a lot of questions. So, um, moving through to the <laughs> the dragons and the warriors. This should be a fun one. Uh, Cody Ramsey named it fullback. Uh, and no, Moose McGuire, shame he's suspended. Um, <laughs> uh, is he? Oh, no, he's, he's no, he's injured. There you go, groin injury. Okay. Sorry, Moose. Um, it's, it's, I, was, I was better than 50% there, surely. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so, um, yeah, sees Kachevsky come onto the edge, not fantasy relevant, and by back to nine. McCulloch's out. Ramsey is very cheap, but for a good reason. He's better on he's better at fullback than on the wing, though. Um, it's more the job security that worries me. Yeah, yeah. No, I want to see something here. If he can do it against the Warriors, because he's, you know, he's got a thirty-four break even. Worst case scenario, he pumps out an eighty and goes up to low three hundreds, and you go, yeah, righto, we're on here. You know, that's mm-hmm. the worst case scenario, really. Yeah. Um, unless you're actively looking for a cheapie, you can have a crack at him, and he's probably the best of a very bad bunch. But I mean, yeah, I'd probably uh, steer you away from that in the short term. Um, but outside that, fantasy wise, it's not a lot happening here. Same yeah. with the Warriors. Jack Bird uh, still sucks. Yeah, Jack Bird still sucks. Well, he's got a broken arm, mate. I don't know why he's playing. Um, Sean Johnson managed to put up a good score somehow. Um, RC as well. Volea still sucks. Just Tavanga did some good stuff for people that bought him. Toyo Harris late bench swap as we thought might happen last week, and he, as a result, now has a nice high break even for people hoping for him to drop some cash. Yeah, beautiful. It's, and uh, we got Aiken back, hopefully. Yep. He, well, he's, you know, that's a nice long, you know, rest for him now, so hopefully he backs it up. Um, it's, Bloody hell, there's Ooh. some cheap players in this Warriors team. And uh, one, one nut Harris Tavita lurking in 25 as well. Yeah. Oh, it's got to be interesting to see what happens. Surely they push Arcee into the centres and, and Biff Vilea. No, I hope so. He's more valuable as a red dot, honestly. Like he, yeah. <laughs> I, I think with if you take away his tries, Vilea is averaging about eight this year. Yeah. Oh, I'd be lucky to be doing that. Um, yeah, so we see Jazz, you know, hooker start, moving to lock. Um, and we'll probably see Toyo Harris bump his minutes up to 60 this week or something like that. Uh, and hopefully he's prime and ready at about 600K in round 13. Yeah, that'd be perfect. Yep. Moving on to the game of the round. the uh, One of the two games of the round anyway. The Cowboys juggernaut comes up against the Melbourne Storm. 
Uh, Cowboys unchanged. Tomalolo minutes. Obviously, he's going to be playing more minutes this week, you'd think. Um, and have to imagine that he was saved specifically for the uh, the tough run that the Cowboys have in the next two games and obviously over the origin period where they're expecting to be short at least Ruben Cotter and Valentine Holmes, maybe Nanai as well. Yeah, yeah it's interesting because the Cowboys have been going really well, but there's just not a, there's not a whole lot of players in this team that are um, that are origin relevant, is it? Like. Like Val's, Valentine's the only lock, I think. And then you've got guys like Taolungi, Hammer, maybe. Cotter's probably playing himself nah. into a jersey. Mate, if, if, Hess, maybe. if Cotter doesn't get a jersey, if Cotter doesn't get a jersey, I'll, I'll, I won't watch. <laughs> Dead set. Can you, like, just think about, like, of all of the players in the NRL at the moment, who embodies the Queensland spirit better than Ruben Cotter? Oh, no, I'm with you. I'm just saying like... You and know, Billy Slater grew up in that era, mate. He was, yeah. you know, it, mate, Ruben Cotter will be the first name on the team sheet. He's, he'll be straight in there. I, I'm, I'm, I'm wavering a little bit on my Talungi because I can see him going with a, a Coates-Cobbo combo. Okay. Um, but, I mean, Talungi wouldn't do anything bad for them. Um, and I mean, this is a litmus test. If they can, if they can beat the storm, I could see, I could see Talungi and Holmes. I don't think Hammer's going to get it because I mean, no, where are you either. playing him? Yeah. Um, but Nanai, Nanai is playing. He's running rings around Kafusi at the moment. Um, on the same position, you can't pick David Fafita, surely can you? Um, not, not the start. I, I think he'll get a bench spot. But t- like, tell me, Tom Gilbert isn't a better option. At the moment. I mean, it depends if Fafita's fit, to be honest. Yeah. But they're talking about Thomas Flegler, so, mm. yeah, just for I that. Just, yeah, I just wonder, is Nanai ready for Origin? I don't know No, he's he not. 100% no. he's not. But that doesn't mean they won't pick him. What about Cohen Hess? You reckon Hess is going <laughs> to no, get a run? No way. Zero no. percent chance. Okay. No, I think it'll be Cotter and Holmes and then maybe Talungi and, I, and maybe Nanai, but I hope not for the other mm. two. So, but um, I mean, yeah, that should should mean good things for Tom Lolo. Obviously, Cotter is uh, is a victim of the NRL fantasy amateurs curse this week, so um, expect him to do a fair bit of defending and and probably not as much line breaking as what he has been doing. Um, but the Storm, there, I mean, obviously they were. Why? I don't understand why they're playing trying to play Tyron Wishart at fullback instead of using one of the other two guys who actually knows how to play fullback at fullback? I think it's just a little bit of Bellamy mind games, to be honest, because he knows that there's the, uh, that, that's premierships aren't won in round 10, round 11. Um, just get some combinations out there, build the depth. Yeah. Okay. Seems like a bit of shithousery to me. But... Bring him down before you bring him back up. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I could see a little snappy, meanie fullback, Jeremia wing, wish out bench. Move happening here, um, but we'll see how we go. Um, Harry Grant obviously poor last week, uh, with a lot of people relying on him for captaincy. Uh, with Hines uh, and Cleary, obviously, sort of neither of them doing particularly well either. Um, but I mean, uh, Nass is out. We see uh, Brandon Smith move to the starting team, but. Kamakamitha comes onto the bench. It's, it's probably just wheels up. You know, if you still got. Josh King, you can keep 
playing him. I mean, Wishart is an interesting one coming into the origin period uh, if you're looking for a cheapie. But, yeah. I mean, I'm not excited by it. Yeah, me either. I'm pretty happy to let it wash down the river, but if you do need a cheapie, I, I guess, you know, the option's there. But, mm. um, yeah. No, it doesn't fill me with a lot of joy, that's for sure. Hmm. Uh, uh, moving along to the final game on the Saturday, the Roosters come up against the Panthers. This should be an interesting one, as, I mean, the Eels beat the Panthers and then the Roosters beat the Eels. So, I mean, not that you would tip the Roosters here, uh, but, I mean, they lose Victor Radley for, uh, what is it, a grade two syndesmosis? Or, yeah, I like think he's, he's having surgery. I think it's like yeah. six to eight weeks. Six to eight weeks. So we get Nat Butcher at lock. And, I mean, a lot of people were looking at Cameron McInnes, um, but, I mean, Nat Butcher represents a pretty interesting proposition there with no real competition for – I mean, he should be a safe 50 minutes there, you would I, think. I guess the difference between Butcher and McInnes is that McInnes, I think, is more likely to be a keeper than Butcher because um, – Butcher is he is going to make some money, but again, like he is probably going to be a trade unless there's more injuries here. Yeah, I mean he's also 150 grand cheaper though as well. Because mm. it depends what sort of trade position you're in, what you're looking for. If you manage to avoid Adam Smelly at last week, then I mean you might look at Butcher as your mid edge, you know, money making type dude, um, particularly for overall players as he's going to play around 13 probably on the edge. Um, you know, with Corriton out maybe or whatever. But you, you have to wonder if maybe it's going to be some sort of, you know, they bring Marshke in and move Connor Watson to that lock role potentially. Mm. Yeah, um, certainly certainly possible. Or Lachlan Lamb. Yeah, I, I, I'm not 100% convinced that that's going to be the team that runs out 1-17 to 17 on the weekend. Yep. Uh, but Roosters-wise, it's, it's, it's pretty... There's no one really sort of – I'm finding this week, there's no one really jumping out at me as being like, that's the guy this week, you know? Mm, it's sort of like a pick your, pick your pleasure type of situation, isn't it? Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see what the questions are. I haven't really read too many of the questions because I was rushing to get home this afternoon. So, um, yeah, I mean, we got that. And then we move over to the Panthers where Isaac Drago, obviously, uh, two-try hero, my only scorer over 50 points this week. Jeez. Um, oh, yeah, it was. Oh no, aside from Jackson Hastings, um, but yeah, it was it was r- tough sledding for the amateurs, uh, Mark squad, and um, yeah, I mean he's now you know break down break even twenty eight. He's going to match up on Manu, um, so so a uh, tough tough sort of match up there, but nothing I I don't think he can handle, and he's uh, somebody I'm happy to have in my seventeen this week. Yeah, for sure. I mean, given the, given all the red dots and the alternatives out there, he's he's going straight in the team this week. Yep. And then uh, Nathan Cleary, break even of 92 now. Uh, he's got two sub-60 scores in a row, even with six goals last week, uh, and the try assists, but no tries. Uh, four missed tackles certainly hurts. He seems like his missed tackles are more this year than last year. Yeah, well, because like, I know his missed tackles went up quite a bit after he did the shoulder last year compared to the remainder of the year. Um, yeah, what's he doing this year? Missed tackles, three and a half. Yeah, that's a little bit high for him, isn't it? Um, typically, he's around like the one to two per game. 
Mm. Well, he's normally a good defensive player, so it's yeah, it's it's pretty interesting that he's all of a sudden missing a lot of tackles. I mean, averaging four missed tackles a game for the last three weeks now. So, mm. um, yeah, one one to watch this space. And I mean, I'm certainly not rushing out to get him. Um, I'm not selling him. Uh, but yeah, I'm perfectly happy to let him go. Roosters, Cowboys, and then into State of Origin. I mean, they've got a pretty good draw there with Knights and Warriors and then the Tigers straight after round 17 with only the Roosters in the middle. Um, but even then, you know, tough schedule leading into, you know, where they've got the Sharkies, Eels and Storm in four weeks after Origin. So, mm-hmm. yeah, big big question marks. You know, the anti-Cleary strat was only a year late, but I'm, I'm, I'm glad I stuck to my convictions. Uh, moving into Sunday, Rabbitohs, uh, Jacob Host is out, which sees Trent Peoples, who I feels like he's probably the, the cheapie of the week here, um, with 60, probably a likely 60 minutes for the foreseeable future. Although I do have to worry if maybe it'll be, you know, Nichols back into lock, Gyaro onto the edge. But, I mean, that might just push Mowali or Liam Knight out of the team and, and Peoples back into the 60-minute bench host role even. Mm. Yeah, that, that's sort of where I'm leaning. Uh, I just don't see Arrow as an 80-minute edge, and I don't think South sort of see him as that either. I think Peoples is more likely to occupy that host role once um, once Murray is back. Yeah. So are we are we wheels up on Peoples this week? I haven't really yeah oh. time to devote my brain to it. I, I, I'm a little nervous about falling into another uh, green jersey trap because I've fallen into a couple. <laughs> yes. Between the Raiders and South. Um, but, I mean, for 260K in edge, minus seven break even, you have to assume he's going to be playing 80 minutes for at least the next two weeks, if not uh, round 14 as well. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's it's hard, to, it's hard to look away from that. Yeah, I'm looking at my, maybe I'll move Leo Thompson to him and plug him into my starting team this week. Mm. And, you know, free up that 100K and then I'll, I'll work out who out of Randall and Poolangi I'm going to keep. <laughs> yeah, I think it's going to be Poolangi probably, but, you know, not not in my starters and we'll see what happens. I wonder what sort of cash that will give me. Anyway, problems for me, not for you guys. Uh, and then um, oh, the Raiders, man, Ricky Stewart. No, I mean they had to keep the same team. Like they couldn't, they couldn't bring Elliot back in after winning. Um, and yeah. I mean, yeah, it's well, oh. apparently, apparently the mail is, is there's a pretty bad flu going through the Raiders at the moment, and that they didn't train today. Um, they were all told to at stay all. home. Yeah, they were all told to stay home. Um, so uh, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking there's going to be some uh, some hour before kickoff shenanigans here. Yeah, well, there's a couple of unvaccinated blokes running around in that team too, isn't there? Yeah, I don't know if it's. I don't uh, know if that makes I don't think, a I don't think it's. I don't think so. I don't think it's COVID related. Right. Okay. Well, yeah. No, interesting one to watch. Um, he's currently sitting in my twenty-one and with his stupid face. At the moment, we'll uh, we'll see what happens. But um, yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, fantasy wise, it's uh, Wolford. I I don't think we can buy him. No, you can't have much faith, can you? And, um, yeah, they're one loss away from going back to what they were doing before. And, uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much it for the Raiders. And then, um, yeah, last game of the round, Titans and the Sharks. Uh, Titans stay unchanged following their just barely win. And um, the Sharkies move uh, Nico Hines back to the halves and bring Lockie Miller in, which is what they should have done last week. 
Uh, Dale Finucane's out with a, a pretty nasty concussion and um, his knee slash head knock. That's an interesting one. So uh, <laughs> McInnes goes into lock. Wade Graham's back in the starting team. I know that's something you've been waiting for for a while. <laughs> yeah, the people don't want to hear about that, though. They, they don't like my uh, Wade Graham takes. Don't they? Well, I remember I got ran out of town when I suggested him in the preseason. It's just taken uh, two months for mm. him to get into the team. Yeah, all the um, the Insta DMs can be a fickle place too, mate. <laughs> I'm, I'm buying weight stuff. Uh, are you jumping on this week or are you going to wait? Um, I don't know. I, I feel like uh, I'm, I'm ready to get hurt again. I'm just going to dive okay. at first. What, who, even, who, who even cares at this point? Yeah, well, I mean, you could go, yeah, I mean, I can go like, Leo Thompson to Wade Graham, and I can turn Chris Randall into, yeah, someone pretty good, I think. So I'm just a little bit encouraged because he's actually been scoring fairly well when he's come off the bench in recent weeks. Like um, last week, he managed 45 and 52 minutes on that left edge, 21 and mm. 29 the week before. I'm just yeah, a little bit encouraged by what I've seen. Yeah, well, I mean, he's got two turnover tackles in there for eight points, but that would have made it still 37 and 52, which is pretty strong, a pretty strong mm. PPM for Wade. So, yeah, yeah, nice little attacking schedule here with the Titans, Warriors, Titans again, Bulldogs, um, with only the Roosters in the middle. So, yeah, one to keep an eye on. And, um, I mean, Nico Hines back in the captaincy books this week uh, with being back in the halves. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we. I mean, I think we steered people away last week, uh, you know, predicting that the floor might be a little bit lower and, um, yeah, that showed up last week. And, I mean, the Sharks were also just dreadful. They played against 12 men for the majority of the game and couldn't do anything. Um, but, yeah, I, I have to think they'll bounce back this week, especially against the Titans, who I don't think are anything special either. Yep. Good, 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 good. Did they play against 12 men? What happened? Oh, the, Ra- the Raiders had about three blokes sin bin last week. Ah, yes, yes, I did see that. Mate, at what point is Charles Nickel clock, clock start going to be a buy? Um, is he is he going to start scoring any good anything? I don't know, man. He's, he's like in the mid three hundreds now. Remember we were talking about how he was a buy like in the mid fours in the <laughs> yeah. preseason. Yeah, we were off, weren't we? There. Yeah, that's, that's a Barry. We had a Barry there, mate. We we stayed away. We stayed away. We did stay away. We steered away from him in the end. So Norfolk as well. Where's he gone? He's is he going to come back ever? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he's he's with the Dale Finucane sitting in the uh, head ward. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's rip into some questions. Let's do it. All right, Ryan, uh, are we trading Isaiah Yo to Cameron McInnes for money, um, which would uh, let him do Leo to uh, Nat Butcher uh, because it'd be silly not to? And do we predict any late changes for the Roosters middles? Uh, I don't know how I feel about trading a bloke who's averaging like 59 and he's mm. still been going very well. Just, you know, first score under 50 for about five weeks. Um, I, I definitely wouldn't be doing that. No, I agree. And against a storm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no no way. Don't trade yo. Um, was there another part of that question? Um, yeah, so, um, yeah, well, I guess the, I'm assuming the second part is contingent on the first part. Um oh which is Leo to Nat Butcher. I'd probably just look for Leo to like Peoples, Peoples, Havili, mm-hmm. you know, someone in that, in that bracket. Yep. Um, 
What about, is it too early to jump off Lachlan Ilias? Uh, I mean, what's he been doing recently? Uh, I jumped off after week one, so maybe I was a little bit too early to jump off. He's actually finally <laughs> made money. <laughs> He's finally made money. Um, I mean, it probably is a little too early. His break-even's in the low teens. I yeah, he's break-even 13. He just come off for 47. What, why would you sell him for? And playing Canberra, who could easily turn back into a pumpkin. I'd, um, I, I don't know. And he's got the Tigers and the Gold Coast after this as well. I, I'd be yeah. a little hesitant to jump off just yet. Surely yeah, no, you've got I'll... other problems other than Lachlan Elliott. Surely you've yeah. got other problems. No, you'd have to imagine so. Um, Isaiah Tass to Peoples and Randall to McInnes. Uh, yeah, that's fine. Seems fine to me. Yeah, that's uh, James. My boy James. Uh, what about uh, Tuolangi and Max King? No. That looks like Josh King. Um, is it in a purple jersey? But Well, Max King played for the Storm last year. Maybe he hasn't updated his app. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I reckon that's what it is. All right, so it's Max King in a Storm jersey. <laughs> and Kelman Tulangi to Isaiah Papali'i and Trent Peoples. Uh, Tulangi and King to Peoples and who? Papali'i. Oh, yeah. You've got to pull the trigger on that, don't you? Maybe. 930K for Papali'i. Yeah, you, I mean, you're probably paying out value, aren't you? He's probably going to average mm. low 60s. Man, I was so close to cursing Papali'i this week. <laughs> you would have taken away the only good captaincy option. Oh, man. I saved his photo and everything. And then I went, no, surely that many people wouldn't be trading him in now. He's too expensive. And I stopped. (laughs) So all the Papali'i owners out there, you are welcome. Uh, Which is the more urgent trade out between Thompson and Tuolungi? Looking to trade either one. uh, So trade one to Cooler or Peoples and then the other one being Randall to Robson. Uh, so are we geez. selling Thompson or Tuolangi and then buying cooler or peoples? I think Thompson's probably more urgent. And yeah. uh, I'd be, obviously, I think I'd be going peoples out of those two. Yeah, I agree. So Thompson out, peoples in, and then, yeah, Randall to Robson. I'm fine with you pulling the trigger on that, I think. Mm-hmm. Brought in Elliot last week, named him reserves. What should I do with him? I'd just hold him for now. Um, Swear at him. Yeah, just curse him. If he's, I think if he's, uh, I'm going to hold him this week. If he's not named next week, if he doesn't play this week and he's not named next week, I'll, I'll probably move him on then. But um, just given the flu going around in the Raiders and all the uncertainty with that team list, I just hang on for yep. one more week. Yep. And then the next guy says, "What's going on with Elliot?" Uh, I think it's as simple as the Raiders won last week, so they're not changing the team. I mean, how often though does Ricky just name last week's team and then he? makes all these changes like just yeah. before. Yep. Well, yeah, there's that. Um, trading Brody Jones to Wade Graham. Yeah. There's a trade-in 400K starting back row, and if Haas puts up another mid-40 score, are we selling with Origin coming up? So, obviously, yes, I like the Brody Jones to Wade Graham. Taking off your uh, Wade Graham loving hat, um, would you recommend Peoples over Wade Graham? Uh I, I, Wade I, feels he, safer, doesn't he? He does. He feels safer in that he's probably not going to lose his spot. Um, you know, he is the captain of that team still. Uh, but Peoples is the the bigger upside player, I think. Like, there's a lot of upside there with Peoples if it comes off. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I, I, I think I'd probably roll the dice on Peoples. Because um, either way, I don't think Wade Graham's a keeper either. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, what? yeah, it's just, you know, you got 140K less risk if you're doing Peoples. Um, but, I mean, obviously, you're going to, you know, Wade Graham is much more likely to keep his spot rest of the season, even if he's only an 18th man or something, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, around Haas, it's kind of hard to say. It's probably worth eyeballing him this week and next week and seeing what happens. But, you know, he kind of falls into the don't trade a keeper bracket. Yeah, because, like, even if he drops 100K, you know, he's still probably a keeper. Like, he's still probably averaging 55. And mm. you're like, okay, well, I've paid too much for him, but he's still averaging 55. You know what I mean? Yep. I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, no, I think I'd hang on to him if I had him, um, but I don't have him and I'm laughing at everyone that does. So, I don't know, maybe I'll just, he'll just let me have this one, all right? Okay. Uh, Sarah, thanks for the pod and the question session or se- section. Always looking forward to it. Uh, should I trade Max King to Jazz or Barnett? Ooh, um, I probably wouldn't be getting Jazz. Um, probably with uh, Egan and Curran due back uh, any week now, I'd probably steer you away there. Barnett's a little interesting. Like he's um, 560K, he scored 68 on the weekend, obviously playing second row, back to lock now. Um, I was looking at him before. His, his historical PPM in the middle isn't great. It's um, about 0.8 at lock. So I'm a little bit hesitant to, to go steaming in on Mitch Barnett with Kurt Mann coming back in a week or so. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit hesitant, but I can see the value there if he does get the minutes. I just I'm just not sure he's going to get the minutes. Yeah, I don't think I would be buying either of these two. Mm. Um, I'd be more inclined to see if you can make a trade from, say, say someone like a Leo Thompson-type player to go to Peoples to free up cash to go from King to a McInnes or, or someone like that instead of going for a, you know, a subpar player that's probably going to need to be a trade-out later. Mm-hmm. So, uh, thoughts on Trent Peoples? Does he have job job for long enough? Uh, I think so. Yeah, I, I lean yes, but I mean, you know, you, you can never say with one hundred percent certainty. But no. um, I, I lean like yes because they don't really have anyone else there to take mm. that role. No, and I mean, he seemed like he did pretty well last yep. game. So, I mean, you know, benefit for the doubt. And at two hundred and sixty k, it's you know, it's not a huge risk. Although, you know, if you're sitting here with, you know, Moali and, um, you know, Edric Lee and Smelly. Peoples and Smelliot and Tuolungi and Chris Randall and a couple of other players like that, you might be questioning your life at some point. So we'll see what happens. Uh, thoughts on the cheese at prop? Jeez. Uh, How long is he there? How long is Naz out for? Oh, uh, does it matter? Yeah, probably not. Probably. Um, I mean, he's 456K now. Yeah, no. Nah, no, nah, I'm going to stay away. I don't away. think so. Yeah, yeah no. I'm stay away. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm, I'm, not, a, I'm not a fan. Um, Do we think Cotter scores and minutes goes? Uh, how do you think Cotter's score and minutes goes against the Storm and the Panthers? Um, 20 points for 30 minutes like Tamalalo because you cursed him. 
Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> mate, I, I'm, I'm thinking like 50 minutes to 50 to 55 minutes for like 35 to 38 points is my sort of rough guesstimate. Hmm. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll go one better. I'll say forty five and sixty. That's uh, that's my guess. Yeah, somewhere in that. Yeah, somewhere in that high thirties, low forties, fifty to sixty minutes. I'm fine with that. So, yeah, I think it'll be thirty something tackles and a hundred meters probably, and then demerits. Mm-hmm. Uh, thoughts on selling Talakai? <laughs> How much joy does that question bring you? I love it. Love it. Love it sick. Oh, geez. Um, I still think he's a keeper, centre. Yeah. Um, I hate it personally. I hate the idea of selling him. Yeah, I can see why you'd want to, especially if you bought him for like, say, 400K or whatever and he's made you 300, you want to get (laughs) get off now. (laughs) Yeah, no, but I'm assuming most people pay that 670K for him and he's churned out a 30, 40 and a 23 now. Hmm. Yeah, I'm. Jeez, oh, and they're playing the Titans this week too. Who, who does he match up against? Because he he's who plays right center for. Is he going up against Masters? Yeah, would be Masters. Jeez, oh, you have to think he's going to run over Masters. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he's a sell personally. I think he's a hold. Mm, I tend to agree. Uh, Robson, a goodbye. And um, in couple couple this with Starling to Robson. Jeez. Um, oh, look, I, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> My, uh, if, if Robson keeps playing 80 for the rest of the season, he's a great buy. But that said, I would have said the same thing about Starling a month ago. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm just worried that, like, over the origin period, if, you know, say Val goes out and then Hammer comes into the team and we end up with Granville back on the bench or if there's any injury in that back line, does Granville end up back on the bench and all of a sudden Robson's playing 60 again? Um and I, I'm like I don't mind taking a risk, like taking a punt on it. I'm just like I'm for myself. I'm uh, I'm I don't really want to do it because I'm really worried about getting another Starling. Yeah, no, that's you know that's the same worry that I've got. You know, I'm uh, that's why I didn't sort of buy him before. And you know, we've highlighted as soon as Holmes goes out, it's you know for Origin time, it's hammer into the centers and. Uh, Greenville onto the bench and 65 minutes instead of 80 probably. So it does does worry me. But, I mean, I love Robson. I hope he plays 80 minutes every week for the rest of the year. And, mm. you know, Godspeed to anyone that buys him. And it's only good if he plays 80 minutes for me as a as a, a Cowboys lover. But I just I don't trust it at all. Mm-hmm. I would have loved him at 600K. But, I mean, what is he now, like almost seven? Yeah, I think so. I think he's high sixes. Yeah. Yeah, six ninety three. It's a bit of a worry. He's more expensive than Reed Marnie and Jerome Hughes. Yeah, I'd probably go to Reed Marnie if I'm being honest. Has Marnie done anything really other than? No, he's fifties. Just getting fifties, chunking, chunking away. Yeah, I guess he's starting to bounce back a little bit, isn't he? Yeah, probably, maybe. I don't know. It's no one. Yeah, I, I don't have very strong feelings about any players this week. Milk toast, Mark. Yeah, that's it. I got to. Oh, mate, I'm going to save this question for last. Okay. Talakai and Randall to wish out in a gun or hold the trades. Uh, I mean, can you just do Randall to McInnes or Randall to Peoples and save a trade? 
Yeah. I like Randall to Peoples. I think that's like, you know, probably get the same production out of them. And then what are you banking? 340K. Yeah. Yep. Randall, is Randall for Lustick a good cash out option? Uh, No. No, I'd just go down to Peoples, I think. Yes. All right. Uh, What do we got on? I'll, I'll do Twitter first and then you can give me the Instagram ones, eh? All right. All right. What are we doing with Xavier Coates? If sell worth downgrading to Swali or upgrading to somebody else, which big guns are a good buy heading to origin? Got 320 carry in the bank. I guess I could sell Coates, Max King, or Randall. Um, so maybe two. Maybe it's Coates and Randall to what? Mm, I'm assuming he needs a wing fullback. Is that what, is that what he's maybe. asking? No? no, not necessarily. You said which big guns is a good buy? Mm. Um, Why don't you go like, you know, Coates and Randall to like Peoples or Wade Graham and um, the other one up to uh, Isaiah Popoli'i or, uh, you know, it depends if what, you, what your goals are. I mean, looking at the the – Origin guys, no one's really like the round thirteen options. No one's really sort of forcing themselves into anyone's fantasy team at the moment. Mm. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they're all sort of just plodding along, and even the wing fullback options, there's really no one going <laughs> super crash hot, other than Hines and no. Teddy's okay, but obviously he's got Origin coming up. Yeah, and Penrith this week, not ideal. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe like, yeah, can you get like Peoples and Isaiah Popoli or something like that? That would be probably the best. Yeah, try that if you can. Like that. Yeah. Uh, Talakai to Robson. Jeez. Oh, I mean, scoring-wise, it's an upgrade, but you're trading a likely keeper for someone who might not be. Might not be. Um, uh, keep in risk- mind with Talakai, guys, just keep in mind that you know, they had their whole roster mixed up last week and then the week before they played a man down and for uh, 10 minutes of the game, two men down. So And, yeah, and for the Broncos game, he was crook as well. Yeah. So I, I really, yeah, I mean, he's somebody that I might have been looking at, I might be looking at buying at some point. I, I, yeah, I just find a hard time telling anybody to sell him. Yeah, uh, and like that game against the Raiders was just uncharacteristically bad. Um, like, and really, like for a center to be scoring like forty the week before, thirty when he was crooked the week before that without tries, without you know really many, um, you know, you, you know, big attacking plays. Like that's still quite good. Like he's still busting tackle. Like last week he had nine tackle breaks. The week before that six, six. Like he's still getting those. Oh, sorry, last week I was looking at the wrong start. Last week he had one. Week before that seven and five. So he's still getting those. You know, those tackle breaks, um, it's just the – and he's still getting metres. Like, he's bloody running for 150 metres every single week, which is huge for a centre. It's just um, – yeah, he just hasn't had that, that big attacking play, which is going to come. Like, that is going to come. And, he, and he's going to – you know, he'll put out an 81 week and that'll get his average right back up into the 50s. Yep. Uh, Snyder and Starling slash Tualungi slash Tass slash M King to the people's elbow. <laughs> And Maddo or Schneider and Vilea to peoples in someone sub 704k. Jeez. Oh, um, I mean, did I, did pref- I miss where Schneider is not in the team? 
Yeah, he's been dropped. For who? Frawley. Oh, Whiten's back. Yeah. Oh, Matty Lippiet Sidman. He nailed it. I told you so. I bloody told you so. Yeah, no way. No, that's not happening. I know more about the Raiders than you, mate. <laughs> You're a lifelong Raiders fan, I've heard. Yeah, you and your bloody terrible puns can stick it. I was right. Anyway, yes, all right. We can move Snyder on. Yep. And um, I guess we're moving. I mean, can we move Snyder and Tass and just keep Vilea? I think maybe. Jeez, uh, I, I feel like I'd rather move someone else. I don't know. I just don't know it's how I feel Vi- about it's Vilea. Or he doesn't have like Tulangi or someone like that. He's got Star. He's got Snyder. Starling, Tuolungi, Tass, M. King. Jeez. Oh, I mean, obviously, moving on Tass would probably increase your scoring output on your bench, like if it means putting someone in that you can take out. Hmm. Um, well, he's going to buy Peoples and Maddo. Yeah. No, look, I, I don't hate it. I'm, I'm just leaning towards holding, um, holding Tass because... I feel like he's got the same potential, say, you know, when we were talking about uh, buying Billy Walters in the preseason, like he's got the potential if he does crack him to crack back into the side. Would you prefer Schneider and Vilea to Peoples and Cameron McInnes? Yeah, I wouldn't hate it. I mean, Vilea is just so useful, uh, useless, isn't he? Scoring nine, like he'd be more useful as a red dot, honestly. You'd rather that than nine points, <laughs> you know, sitting yeah. in your 21. Yeah, I mean, there's a couple of options in that sub 704k bracket. You got, you know, Dylan Brown, Reese Robson, Reed Marnie, Cameron McInnes. You know, there's a couple of good choices there. Um, Pangai, Jackson. I mean, probably not Pangai. I'm going to be hard sell, selling, you, selling you him. But, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't be moving any of Starling, Tuolangi, or Max King this week, I don't think. I've, got a, I've just got a good feeling about Tuolangi for some reason. I don't know why. Hmm. Yeah, don't know why. Um, <laughs> Talakai to Karaz, if named. Well, he's not named. Uh, Coates to Hines, talk me off a cliff. Um, now, nah, well, you can't do Talakai to Karaz because he's not named. Um, so I reckon you should just be hanging on to that. But, yeah, I mean, Talakaida, Hines, and Coates to Peoples, can you do that? Do you need a centre? Jeez, I, I don't know. I mean, Hines is the most expensive player in the game now. He's overtaken Cleary. Mm. Oh, that's not hard. Cleary sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but I'll, I think if you could do... If you can do coats to peoples and that allows you to go Talakai to Hines, I would do that, I think. Mm, yep. Uh, best non-ponga replacement for Pappenhausen. <laughs> What's wrong with ponga, mate? Um, mate? That was a quality 29 he put up the other day. It was, yeah, very quality. Um, yeah. I mean, there really is no one unless you want to buy Teddy before Origin. Um, is there I mean, a material difference between... Rolling the dice on Cody Ramsey at 258k and spending up for like Selwyn Cobbo. Reese Walsh at 499k 
Yeah, Walsh is interesting because he hasn't scored a try yet this year. You have to think there's going to be some positive regression there that he is going to start putting some on mm. soon. Yes. Also, Jordan Rapina down at 425k. At is some he point, he's going to. Is at some point he's going to do something. Um, in this team. Maybe. Who else goal kicks in this team? Because just for all these, I don't think he's a goal kicker, is he? Can I just tell you, I'm pretty sure I've seen Tom Starling take a goal attempt. <laughs> no, I'm, I am dead serious. Really? Yeah. Mm. Okay. Oh, I'm going to look at this I, up right now. Well, I know Corey Harawira and Naira um, goal kicked earlier this year against uh, against the Cowboys. Did he? Yeah, I think so. Was it this year or last year? I remember I, w- I went to a game. It was the Raiders and the Cowboys, and Harry Weir and I was goal kicking. Yeah, it was against. It was the Cowboys this year in round two. Okay, well, it must be Harry Weir and Ira. But he's but on I'm the bench. Sure. He's on the bench. Oh no, he's not. He's lock. Okay, never mind. No. Yeah, probably he's will never be kicked a goal. I'm lying to you, mate. I'm lying to you. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. So it's either Rapina or Harry Weir and Ira then, unless Matt Frawley can goal kick. I'm not sure he can though. Yeah, I I, I don't hate. I don't hate if you need a wing fullback, just get going cheap and going for a Kapoa or probably not Kapoa actually, but Cody Ramsey. Mm. Like if you if you need to just get someone cheap. But I mean Kula is still there at two ninety four, isn't he? Yeah, he's still relatively cheap. Yeah, I'll probably just get him, I think. Um but yeah, if you need somebody who you think might actually be a half decent final team option, you got you do have Rapana there. You can have a roll the dice on. There's not Walsh. really anyone else. Reese Walsh, yeah. Yeah, Manu put up a 52 on the weekend, and obviously he's going to be playing fullback over Origin. But I mean, he doesn't. He doesn't really excite me, Joey Manu. Mm. No, not even a little bit. Uh, all right. Uh, IPAP, Angus, and McInnes. Are they still buys at their price, or are they too expensive now? Uh, I think Angus and McInnes you could still buy. I mean, IPAP is obviously a keeper. It's just you're paying an absolute premium for him. You're paying probably what he's going to finish the season at relatively or maybe, you know, within 50K. Um, It's just a matter of whether you've got that money to spend, whether you feel like spending that much. Yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah, I like value for money-wise, I think McInnes is the best option there. Yeah, I think so. Um, does Haas to IPAP have to be done? No. Otherwise, uh, best pickup under th- 513K. So I can go Penasini and Tamari Martin to Matt Burton and Player X. Uh, Peoples, Wade Graham um, yeah. would be my pick. I, He's I got don't 22 think... trades left as well. So I definitely think in that case, Peoples is the way to go. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't think Haas to IPAP is certainly a must-do. Like four weeks ago, people would have been telling you Haas to Cleary is, oh, we got to do that. Like Cleary is a must-have. Yeah. No, Haas to IPAP. Yeah, no, exactly. So, no, I think it's just a, um, yeah, it's probably sideways maybe, I guess, more than likely. Uh, Pap and Starling to Cotter and Robson. Good idea, question mark. Wait, who is Pap and Starling to Robson and who? Cotter? Yeah. Uh, look, if you want to, I think we've spoken about Cotter and Robson plenty. We have our concerns about them, but they're playing really well at the moment. So if you feel confident in it, then um, I certainly wouldn't talk anyone out of it. Yeah. No, I, um, yeah, I don't mind that. Um, 
Mm. Yeah. I kind of prefer to McInnes to Cotter, but I know I'm going to be in the, the minority there. Uh, Brody Jones to Peoples, and does Jones get a, get back into the side in any meaningful way, or is his race run? Um, I think meaningful way his race is run. Uh, he might get in over Origin with, you know, Frizzell if he gets picked or, you know, the Saifides or one of the Saifides. But mm-hmm. I, I think for the most part he'll at best be a, a, a bench forward. Yep. Uh, could also double trade two along in a Nat Butcher. Yeah, I don't mind that. But I'd prefer to wait a week on Butcher just to make sure there's no Robo shenanigans. Yep. Um, if it helps, I already have Cotter and McInnes. Okay, well, yeah, I was going to suggest maybe do two along in, see if you can get McInnes instead, but you've done that. All right. Tom, the English contingent, is back again. Uh, considering Talakai and Max King to Maddo and McInnes, Maddo is getting done royally off the bench. Last three is evidence, but that was a big impact role. It suits him. McInnes, if Finucane's going to be gone for a while, makes sense. Yeah, oh, look, it's, they seem like solid moves to me. Um, yeah, Mano's been going well, like you said. Uh, they seem to sort of make themselves, don't they? I find it hard to buy Mano at me that too. price, I think. Me too, um, to be honest, but he's playing well. Yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> yeah, okay. Uh, is Nat Butcher a buy? Shimming Radley's out a while. We've probably kind of touched on him. I think I'm going to put him as a tentative yes, but it's a bit risky. Yep, I'm with you. Uh, Coates to Peoples, allowing Randall or Tui Lungi to McInnes, Madison, Robson, Cotter. Um, so I guess we've sort of covered that. Who is Randall or Tui Lungi? You're trading Randall, aren't you? Yeah, I'd lean Randall first, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, asking about adding Butcher and Barnett to the list, I probably wouldn't. Um, but yeah, I like Peoples and McInnes personally. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think you can go wrong with any one of McInnes, Madison, Robson, or Cotter. Yep. That's it for Twitter and Facebook, mate. What do you got on Instagram? Let's bring us home with the uh, Instagram yeah. contingent. All right, what have we got here? No, they're, they're good people on over, over on Instagram too. Oh, they love us. They send a million, million questions on Instagram. All right. Um, all right, James, he wants to know, is Elliot a hold? Is Elliot a hold, Mark? Uh, I think I'm going to hold him this week and see what happens. Okay. And uh, he wants to know, would it be, so he wants to know, would it be worth to keep him? And we say yes. Um, and he wants to know if we should uh, yeet Billy Smith to Lachlan Miller or Peoples. Well, it's definitely not Lachlan Miller. So yeah, Billy Smith, perfect time to move him on. Peoples is a good option there. Perfect. Okay, so Will, he's trading Randall and Penasini. He's only got 6K in the bank. Who should he get? Randall and Penasini. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, obviously the easy one there is you go down to Peoples. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, I mean, take your pick of the elite options, obviously, IPAP. If you can afford that, uh, but then the next, you know, the next most expensive players, you got Haas playing Origin, Yo playing Origin, Madison, Kalimar. I, I, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I still reckon Josh Jackson's a buy, eh? Yeah, no, I'm fine with Jacko. I think he's going to be a, a solid 
solid player. He top yeah. scored in a crap game last week. So yeah, still reckon he's going to be a buy. Yeah, and bloody bloody Anthony Glover. We he he's in the comments here replying to Will like trying to cut our grass. I gave him one shout out last week, telling him how good he was for buying uh, buying Adam Reynolds before everyone, and and now he reckons yeah. he's uh, he's cutting our grass. Yeah, oh mate, well he's been known to cut grass. <laughs> Glover. Naughty, 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 naughty. Um, Nathan, he wants to know thoughts on Butcher now that Radley's out. Well, I think we've covered that. Um, uh, Jeff asks, why are you guys trying to curse Cotter? Question mark, question mark. (laughs) Because he's getting a bit too big for his bridges. He's gone over 10%. You know, his mullet's going a little bit too strong. We've just got to rein it in for a couple of weeks. I'm wondering if because we've managed to curse three plays in two weeks, if maybe they're going to give us a reprieve this week. But I don't think so. I think it's bad signs for Cotter. Yeah, we're just going to keep pushing the curse more and more until someone cracks it, don't they? Mate, it's, I cannot, like, I, really, at this point, it's it's almost science, isn't it? <laughs> you can't argue with science. I ha- I, it is. It's science. Um, all right, Harry, he wants to know Barnett or Frizz from the Knights. Barnett played 80 last week. Yeah, uh, I would not be actively buying either of them right at this second in that price point. Um, I'd be more preferring, uh, if you can go to a McInnes, I would prefer that. Or a, mm. uh, even I would prefer Jackson to either of those two at the moment. Yeah, I mean, Barnett played 80 because he was on the edge. He's back to lock. I can't imagine yep. he plays more than 60 this week. And I don't and know. you got to remember there's a 60-minute Kurt Mann to come back as well. Yeah, and I don't know how good I feel about buying Frizz just yet with his uh, back all messed up. I'd like to give him a week first. Yeah. All right. Not to mention Eric. all the weight he lost from the diarrhea. <laughs> Bad Vindaloo. Um, NRL Fantasy 9, he's got two trade options, Mark. All right, are you ready to run the two trade options? Option one is doing Adam Elliott and Chris Randall to uh, Jackson and Butcher. Um, and option two, he's just doing Randall to Jackson. I got Elliot last week because yeah. I couldn't reverse because I traded him for Jones who played first. Basically. Yeah, no, I, I I think just hang off on the Elliot to Butcher trade and do the other one. Yeah, yeah Randall to Jackson sounds good to me. And, and don't worry, mate, me and plenty of others are with you. I traded yep. Billy Walters to uh, to Elliot last week. And oh, with, mate, that is an him. all-time, that is oh, an all-time yeah. cock up, that one. That is an all-time. And Billy Walters scores about 40-odd and, yeah, just yep. one of no, my best trades, that up. one. One of my best trades. All right. Um, Mark, he wants to know Elliot to Peoples. Um, I don't think I don't think I'm advocating well, for that. I'm 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 gonna put a tentative yes on it because uh, the Raiders and Souths play each other. So you're gonna know if Elliot's playing or not by kickoff. Um mm. if Elliot plays, obviously no, but if he's out, I I, I don't hate it. Um, and it's, he says it leaves him with 240, 284K to upgrade Tuolungi to anyone under 744, like Harris, Jackson, Olakawatu for the buy round. Um, I think Jackson's our pick, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. All right. So if you do that, uh, otherwise, maybe it's Tuolungi to people, and you know, Tuolungi plays first. Um, yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd personally, I'd just wait and see what happens at kickoff before um, locking in a Tuolungi upgrade to to Harris or Jackson or something like that. Um, all right. Red Dog Shawnee, he asks Leo Thompson and Tuolangi, sorry, Pualangi to uh, Cam McInnes. And- <laughs> <laughs> yep. 
Cam McKinnison Peoples. And anyone under 410K, he's thinking Way Graham could be an option. But yeah, I think uh, Peoples, Peoples is our pick. But I mean, if, you like, if you're a Way Graham stand like me, I'm. I'm yeah. Come, I'm fine come with, with me, Way Graham if you want to play it with a straight bat. Come with me, brother. Um, oh, geez, so many people. Don't forget about Saliva Havili, too. Yeah, that's true. Havili, he's decent. All right. Um, thoughts on people's job security? Well, I think we've touched that, haven't we? Yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, he'd have to play pretty bad, I think. <laughs> uh, James, our man James, again, he's over on Instagram now. He's everywhere. He's in our DMs. He's on Facebook. He's on Instagram. He asks, um, is McInnes a keeper? Oh, 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 that's a tough question, actually. <laughs> it is a tough question. Um, so his PPS he could be. He could be. Yeah, he certainly could be. Um, it really depends on minutes, doesn't it? Because typically his lock, his PPM at lock was about 0.9. This year it's down to about 0.85. Um, mm. So if he's playing 60 minutes, it's sort of like a 50 average. So you really want him to up around that 65 sort of mark. Um, yeah, it's it's a tough one. I certainly don't think he's a disaster if you do buy him. He's, you know, he's likely a, at worst a low 50 scorer. Yeah. Um, and he also, James also says, I'm glad this isn't a picture of people's. So am I, James, so am I. <laughs> uh, also, James, he also asked, he's got, th- he's got three comments, he's everywhere. Um, not a trade question, but please have a crack at ranking the best captaincy options this week. Yeah, well, Nico Hines against the Titans has to be number one, doesn't it? Yeah, uh, it's got to be number one. I think yeah. IPAP's got to be up there against Manly too. Yeah. Um, steering yeah. away from Harry Grant, probably steering away from uh, steering away from Nathan Cleary. Uh, Payne Haas with the shoulder on reduced minutes for the last two weeks is a worry, but he would definitely be an option normally. Mm. Um, I would be looking at Hines Papali would be my two, I think. I'd put Cook in there too. Um, against the Raiders, I think uh, I think that's a good top four right there. It's mm. a good top four. All right, there you go, James. Done. Um, all right, DJ. He asked, he's not happy with Haas's outlook. Should he trade for Papali'i? And are Schneider and Walters a trade still? If so, for who? I have three hundred k in the bank. You can probably hold on to Walters now. Schneider's a trade. Yeah. Um, up to yeah. Pick your keeper of your choice. And uh, we're not trading Haas with Papali. I think we're... No. No. Cool. I think so. Um, mm, here's an interesting option. So, jeez. Uh, oh, um, all right. So, Smiley, he's asked uh, Elliot and Starling to Peoples and a keeper of 850K or less. Hmm. I think the problem there is like we've sort of discussed is of all the 850K guys or less, they're all sort of, you know, origin bound, aren't they? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm looking at this week, like I can do Thompson to Peoples, which allows me to do Chris Randall to Cherry Evans. Uh, Mm. But I don't know if I want to buy Cherry Evans. Yeah. And, like, I mean, same with Matto. Like, I can get Haas, but, like, normally I'd be jumping at Haas at 857K, but, you know, not at the moment. Cherry Evans, don't want him. Reynolds, pretty expensive. Isaiah Yo coming into Origin. Madison seems to be top-priced. David Clemmer, 
probably topped out or, or close enough to it. You know, with, with guys coming back, Mitchell Moses, don't want him. And then we're into Toihu Harris and Olukawatu. Like, you know, it's, yeah, it's it's pretty bleak. I'm kind of looking at, like, guys like, you know, do I want to go to a Reed Marnie or a Dylan Brown in the halves? Mm. Yeah, you know? the 600K range, aren't you? Like, that's six to 700K. That's where the value mm. is. Yeah. Mm. I mean, Tommy Turbo at some point maybe he's going to represent a value, but I mean now I'm I'm just going like, do I just go to McInnes? Do I keep the, you know, two hundred and thirty k in the bank for two alunging up to another gun next week? Mate, uh, yeah. mate do do we do we just buy Toby Sexton? He's finally back. Oh, mate, to- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. Smiley back. He scored uh, scored fifty eight on the weekend. Yeah, yeah. I can't. I can't. I just can't bring myself to go Maddo. But I mean, he's just scoring so well, isn't he? He is. Yeah. With two tries in the last two weeks helps. But I mean, you know, he's even he's, without those, he's still going well. Yeah. Like one PPM type stuff. Yeah, a lot of offloads, a lot of tackle busts. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, Maddo's probably the the fun pick anyway. Um, I've owned him before. He wasn't fun when I had him. So. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Finding it hard. Oh, jeez. Um, uh, okay, so more of the same here. We've got Talakai and either Josh or Max King out for Madison and who? Um, any position ideas welcome, assuming Madison is a good ad, even though he's not a round 13 player. Gives me 514K to spend. I think yeah. we're against trading Talakai though, aren't we? Yeah, I don't really want to trade Cap Talakai. What if what if fourteens an awkward price as well? What if you did Josh and Max out for Peoples and I'm I'm assuming you could still afford Matto then. Yeah, surely. Yeah, Josh and Max out. There you go. Um. Uh. uh Elliot and Ilias to McInnes and Peoples. Elliot and Ilias to McInnes and Peebles. Yeah, okay. Yeah, don't mind that. Yeah, if you're gonna if you're gonna trade Elliot, that's probably the way to do it. Um, okay. As a one point one three six million to buy two players, preferably round thirteen, was going to get Jackson and Elliot, but Ricky has him as eighteenth man. Unsure who to get. Who do you think? So I guess lock in Jackson. Um, who's your one point what? So one point one three six. So how much is Jackson? He's about seven hundred, isn't he? So it gives yeah. you about what four thirty six to spend on a round thirteen player. I don't like that. I wonder if you got Matt Burton, and if you don't, I think Matt Burton and Nat Butcher might be the goer. Yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah. It's just not really. You don't really like anyone in that. Bracket outside of that. Mm. It's not, yeah, there's just not a whole lot of good options, is there? Yeah. I think that would be my official advice. All right. Official advice done. Um, all right, Max, he wants to know, what do you think of your man, Mark? He wants to know, what do you think of Clemmer? 788K, break even at 37, average of 58, only 3% ownership seems like a sneaky buy. 2.3% ownership. Ooh. He's a jet, mate. There's nothing sneaky about it. He's a weapon. <laughs> um, no, he's playing extended minutes because Kurt Mann's out, but, I mean, he's a point-a-minute 
plus type guy. You know, he's going to a lot of offloads, um, a lot of meters. He's a good, I mean, you know, I, I wonder if the soft schedule that's coming up is good or bad for him. Uh, but, I mean, yeah, I don't hate it. I think, yeah, I don't know. I certainly wouldn't talk you out of him. Mm. I wish I got him at 600K. Yeah, I mean, with I guess with J- Jacob Saifidi, I assume he's playing Origin, but, I mean, the Knights haven't been playing great either, so I guess he's no sure yeah. thing. But Yeah, Daniel. Yeah, sorry, Daniel. Daniel that one. That one. Yeah. He Spencer. really shouldn't. He shouldn't play Origin. You wouldn't think, but you never know. Um, all right, three questions to go. Let's bring it home here. Okay, I'm ready. All right. Is Randall a sell? Yes. Um, and he wants to know then to Randall, to Havili or Peoples or neither? Peoples. Peoples, sweet, done. Um, Elliot and Tuolangi to Peoples and Papali'i? Elliot and Tuolangi to Peoples and Papali'i. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So he's asking if um, like if it's worth going around 13 player like Lolo or Pangai, nah, but just do it. No, yeah. get Papali. I'd do Papali. You're gonna yeah. you're gonna get him in round 17. All right. Uh, Nicholas, he wants to know what players should a head-to-head player be targeting versus a player who plays overall? Well, that's an interesting strategy. Not yeah. specific players, but type of players. Thanks, guys. Love your work. Not specific players, but type of players. Um, it's probably just dual position guys with good job security is is probably the, the – or like, you know – I mean, it depends where you're up to. I mean – Ideally, you want to be generating as much cash as possible so you can have <clears throat> the best possible squad come the business end. Yeah, um, well, like, but not sacrificing points in the short term. The advantage of playing head to head versus focusing on overall is that you can buy Origin guys and you can buy guys that aren't playing round thirteen but represent good value. Like for the example, I think of was last year when I jumped on Dane Gagai and I was spooking him on the podcast just before Origin. It was like around ten or eleven mm. or something like that, just before Origin kicked off, and he was like four hundred and forty k or something like that. And I, I bought him and I was spooking him on the podcast because I was a head to head player, and he kicked on. I'm sure plenty of people remember he kicked on, made about two hundred k, averaged fifty. He was just phenomenal, Gagod. But like that's the type of player where like an overall player would look at that and be like. Oh yeah, no, I can't. He's got Origin coming up. He's not playing round thirteen. But I look at that as a head-to-head player and go, "Wow, there's awesome value here. He's going to be an absolute weapon um, at center, and, and I can take that advantage of that opportunity." So that's the advantage that a, a um, that a head-to-head player has is that you can avoid guys like say Tamalolo, who you know might get the odd thirty-minute game like last week. You don't have to have that. Or even just Josh Jackson, who sort of is missing a ceiling. Exactly, yeah, like those type of guys that you want for round 13, but if you don't care about round 13, then you're happy to let them wash down the river. Mm. Um, uh, I wonder if that's it. I think, uh, I think that might be it. Mate, what is going on? I'm just having a look at our um, Hurt Locker overall league here, uh, head-to-head league, I mean. Um, so you are currently sitting... In 770th overall, and you're coming 14th in our head-to-head league. Yeah, it's a bit rough. Had five five losses in a row, and you're in the top thousand. What's yeah, it's the a bit rough. 
Well, it's yeah, it's, it's just rough, isn't it? Because I'm I'm sitting because I'm in three cash leagues. I'm sitting second in two of them, and then fourteenth in the hurt locker. <laughs> and it's just I've just gotten um, really unlucky. Yeah. Like like last week, you you smashed me, but this week you barely cracked seven hundred. I would have knocked yeah. you off this week. And like the week before that, I had the second highest score in the league and lost just because of it's you know it's just luck of the draw. Isn't yeah. I'll tell you, yeah, that, mate. Long way to go. Yeah. Well, you're coming sixth. Overall in that league, but fourteenth on the ladder. Yeah, it's which is it's just, just an absolute just bad variance, you know, mate. It'll swing. It'll it's swing. Shambles. Yeah, variance. That's all. You're looking for the positive regression here, Ryan. Exactly. I'm like uh, I'm like Reese Walsh, who hasn't scored a try in in five weeks. Yeah. Well, that's probably something to do with the Warriors sucking eggs. But mate, um, what are you? What are your plans this week for uh, for your trades? What are you? <sighs> what are you doing? Well, uh, prior to team list, I had Max King and Nani locked in to um, Wade Graham and McInnes, but now it's sort of looking like I need the stability of King and <laughs> Nani. I'm not 100% certain what I'm doing now. Yeah. Um, well, you know for damn sure Nani is keeping his job and yeah. King's a safe 30 with upside to mid-40s. Exactly, versus Tualangi, I don't know what he's doing. Um, Elliot, I don't know what he's doing. Um, Vile yeah. is a good nine points a week. Exactly, yeah, but he's so cheap. It's like, what do you even do with him? Well, do you move him to Peoples? And yeah, maybe. At... Move him to Have Peoples. Have you got any cash there? Yeah, i got 110K in the bank here. This is emergency surgery. Peoples, that leaves you, with, leaves you with 70. Yeah. I could do, then... I mean, I could do like Wade Graham and Peoples in. Mm. That would really shore up the bench, wouldn't it? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, you're probably right. Got Blake Taff holding the fort down though, mate. You'll be right. <laughs> he's, he's good for one half, isn't he? He's done it two weeks in a row where he's scored mm. like a bunch of points in the first half and then done nothing in the second. When did you get DCE? Pretty early because I remember I wrote that in Focus article about how he was better oh, without Turbo. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I, I got him before that. Cleary. Yeah, right. Okay. Because you got eight can come in mm-hmm. into your scorers. You're pretty solid, really. You just need you. So you have a Max King. Or to a lungy decision to make this week. I'm nervous as, about as it stands. Yeah, I'm think I'm leaning towards keeping King and trading Nanai. I'm a little bit nervous about Nanai with uh, Melbourne and Penrith coming up the next two weeks. That's for good reason. Yeah. What about you, mate? How's how are you traveling? How are the uh, how are the Jessops going? Yeah, good, mate. Yep. So I got. Yeah, I've got um, one trade pretty well locked in, which I think is going to be Leo Thompson to Peoples. Okay, that's, um, that's a good one. Yeah, which is going to leave me with either Peoples or Tuolungi in my starters, which I'm going to obviously have the luxury of seeing if Tuolungi actually starts, and if he doesn't, I'll start Peoples. Um, and then uh, that leaves me with 268K in the bank. And, I mean, I've got Aitken returning. My halves are, you know, only Burton and Hastings at the moment, but that's sort of fine. Um, and I just need to work out who I'm going to trade Randall to. Mm. Um, I can get anyone from Payne Haas down. So you don't have McInnes yet, do you? No McInnes. So I've got Haas, Cherry Evans, McInnes, Madison, Clemmer. Um, I kind of want to like, I kind of want to wait and get Torhu, but like I also sort of want to get a half or a wing fullback so that I'm not forced to play Targo if I don't want to. Yeah, because I've got uh, I've got Cooler 
I've got to play either cool or a tap in my wing fullback, and like I don't like it, but there's mm. not a whole lot of good options to replace them, really. No, nah, well, that's the thing. Like I've got Heinz, Ponger, and Teddy sitting in my back at the moment, which I'm kind of happy with with Cooler in my emergency. So I'm 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 pretty set at wing fullback, and then I got Targo, Aitken, and Burton. So at some point, I'll probably shift Targo into 18th man or move him on for a gun in a not center position. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'm just, I'm kind of more like, you know, I've got a bunch of, you know, Jackson, Pengai, Carrigan, Tumalolo, Crichton, Starling, all sort of not really scoring, you know, super duper great. But I mean, that's, it's all pretty solid, but I, yeah, Randall, I'm, I'm just wondering whether I just go Randall to McInnes, which leaves me with like, you know, 220 K to potentially go, you know, to a longing up to another keeper next week. Mm. Or, you know, Max King up to, you know, a keeper half maybe. But I wonder if maybe I just pull the trigger on DCE because I know he's only going to, like, he's only going to miss one week, his bye week. He's, yeah, he typically backs up. Yeah. And he gives me an extra captaincy option as well. Mm. Yeah, I kind of want to do it just so I've got that that safety there. Mm. Um. You know, I mean, really, his worst score all season was the one against the Broncos. You have to imagine they're going to want to come out and put something on after that. And the Eels, are, they're very inconsistent, are they? Like, mm-hmm. their best is as good as anyone in the competition on their day. Like, if they're at their best, they can knock off anybody in the competition. But the difference yeah. between them and the top four is that their worst is also as bad so as much the lower. Four. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, the the worry with DCE is it's Eels, Storm, State of Origin against the Tigers, Cowboys, Storm again. Mm. You know, that's the the concern there. I actually am genuinely looking at Dylan Brown. How do you, uh, how's he gone since he moved back to five eight with? Uh, eight and he had forty four last week, um, but. His tackle count was a bit down, but, I mean, he's running the ball pretty well. Yeah, well, 180 metres. Yeah. I mean, he's he's over 100 metres all but two games this year. And, I mean, his schedule for contrast is Manly, Raiders, Bulldogs. Hmm. Got to think there's going to be some attack in there, eh? And he'll play round 17 against the Tigers. You know, Reese's Rabbitohs, Warriors, Broncos, all of those points. But, you know, I don't want to be playing him head-to-head finals, Panthers, Manly. Actually, no, well, it's Manly, Rabbitohs, Bulldogs, Broncos in the finals, which is fine. Hmm. I don't know. He's definitely a nice little pod, though, uh, at 3.6%. And, I mean, he does leave me with a lot of cash then still to to do something. So, you know, it's a, it's less than 100 k to grab him. Interesting. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I kind of, I kind of don't want to. I, I also like Ben Hunt. He finally bounced back on the weekend. Had a decent score. Yeah, well, Titans. True. But I mean, Good Warriors, Warriors, Bulldogs the next two weeks. Hmm. Um, and he's almost a straight swap for Randall. Interesting. Hmm. You've you've got a man crush on Ben Hunt. I do, man. I just think he's you know I think he's got something to offer there. He must hate Golden Point, eh? He must just dread it. 
He's only got one try, and he loves a try, Ben Hunt. He does, yeah. So what did he do? I guess 2021's a write-off. He only had uh, one in 2020, interestingly enough. Yeah, they were pretty bad in 2020. That's true. you got to remember he was playing with Corey Norman, though, as well. You know, mm-hmm. so that he's getting way more kick meters, but they're worth less now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, uh, there's lots of decisions here to be made, mate. I've, I've really got to devote some brain power to it. We need to uh, just fire our questions at all the listeners. They send so many to us. It's our turn. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I posted in the, in the trade thread a couple of times, but I was actually like I've been, I was, I've been strongly considering snagging Norfoluma, but he bloody hasn't come back. <laughs> so I can get Norfoluma, push Hines up, but like, you know, then I can go to a Reese Walsh or something like that, but I don't know if I trust him week to week, you know? Hmm. Is he goal kicking still? He is. Yeah, he is. Yeah. I mean, I don't think you can trust any of the wing fullbacks week to week other than Hines, can you? No. No. I'd like to see him just get a couple more kick meters. But I mean, he's Dragons, Knights, Manly in the buy round, Sharkies, Panthers, which is tough, the Tigers, Eels. So, I mean, yeah, he's probably, you know, not somebody you want to trust week to week. But I also I don't need a half wing fullback. I could just go Randall down to. Nat Butcher and Bank 100K. You'll mm. probably get similar scoring, and then I'll have 368 to upgrade to along you next week. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Decisions, mate, decisions. If anyone's got any good suggestions for me, let me know. We need them. Yeah. If you made it to 90-something minutes in this week, hopefully you've, you've got some cool insights. And, Matt, don't send me some gammy trades. With, uh... <laughs> yeah. Get Toby Sexton. Um, oh, Toby, where is he? I'm still scrolling. I'm getting RSI like scrolling down, looking for him. 440K. Yeah. Oh, mate, is Shane Flanagan going to get the coaching job at the Bulldogs and maybe I'll get Kyle? Ooh, yeah. We need some more coach uh, coach halfback pairings, don't we? <laughs> yeah, we've Not only enough. got three so far. Yeah. yeah, yeah where them. is he? I'm getting RSI. I'm still it's the same as Sexton. Him and Sexton are the same. Is he? 1K, 1K difference, yeah. 1K difference in sex. Oh, yeah. Planet. Okay. Do you reckon? Do you reckon he's going to come good? I mean, probably not. <laughs> if, he takes, if he starts goal kicking and general play kicking, maybe. Yeah. Did he goal kick last week? He didn't. Who, Flano? No. Oh, Sexton. Sexton. No, nah, because Izarko is in the... Is Izarko still in the team? It's, that's the big question. Where's the Titans? Where's that team was? Yeah, I think he oh, is. Yeah, he is, yeah. Okay. Don't touch Sexton until Izarko's out. Okay. Yes, Dad. <laughs> All right, that'll do it. I'm sure these people don't need to see me just yeah. scrolling through desperately looking for a, a, a halves option in the 300k's bracket. We need more. We, we need. We need to go get another whiskey ourselves. So yeah. Go. Oh man, I've got to fill up my. I've got to fill up my um, protein shaker. <laughs> Great. That'll do us. Thanks very much for joining us, guys. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. Um, you know, as usual, hit up the Instagram DM specifically if you have any uh, further trade questions, and we'll uh, talk to you next week. Love you guys.